Today on the Italian radio show, Witches and Ghosts, Halloween Italian style with our favorite Strega Assunta, plus a bizarre Halloween supper from Southern Italy and bewitching favorites with Sinatra. All of this and more coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio. This is your host, Tony Lestella, broadcasting to you live with the Italian Radio Show on our favorite radio station of all, KKNW, 1150 AM, part of the Hubbard Broadcast Network, uh, uh, the Greater Puget Sound area. And uh, you can listen to us uh, basically 24-7 if you go to our website, WCIR.biz. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. Click the little link at the top of the page there. You can stream the show if it's live. You can listen to today's show or any of our past broadcasts the last five years. And we're having a great time. My co-host is Marcia Caputo, who's in Italy. But I have with me here today the one, I mean, this is a Halloween show. I got the best Halloween person in all to kind of be my sit-in co-host while Maria, Marcia is away. The one and only Asuta Napoleone. Hey, Asuta, hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, how are you, Paisa? My favorite witch, you know? <laughs> I mean, I told you, other than like Elizabeth Montgomery when hey. I was like five years old, if I met you back then, I would have married you, you all know? Right, all right, good. there you go, okay? <laughs> so if you want to be a part of our... Uh, of our uh, studio audience today of our listening audience you can call us on our call-in number at 425-373-5527 425-373-5527 and you know what's time for now what? We, let's get a hold of marcia in italy yeah, yeah. let's do All some right. italian news okay. you know pezzo d'italia nella northwest all right let's uh, eric let's get marcia connected hey marcia are you there Yes, I'm here, Tony. Ciao. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. How you doing without me? You know, I miss you. I mean, I miss, you know, our doing the radio show together. Then we go out to our favorite bar afterwards. We have a couple of drinks, you know. I mean, man, I'm, I can't wait for things to get back to normal. And, you know, know. And speaking of which, speaking of which, you know, our first uh, news story today um, Un pezzo di Italia nella Northwest, this kind of hits close to home. Uh, for you, I'm sure, because now I, I know that you're right there in Italy, but this is the news that, that we're getting from Italy. This came to us from the local, uh, just let me see, yesterday it came out, uh, no, October 25th. It says, right. Italy, new restrictions necessary to head off a second lockdown. So what they're telling us here, and you have to tell me if this is true, because you're right there now, uh, you're in northern Italy, in Vincenza, right. you're kind of halfway between Venice and Milan, right in the middle up north, okay, which right. I know is the the worst area right. for coronavirus. Right. So here's what I have for the news on my end, and you can tell me what you think. It says, despite opposition from regional leaders, Italy tightened nationwide coronavirus restrictions this Sunday as the country recorded a large number of new cases. On Saturday... Italy registered over 20,000 new cases over 24 hours and it was imperative to act right away to avoid a second full lockdown, which the country can't afford. So right now in the current lockdown, they have uh, closed uh, cinemas, theaters, gyms, and swimming pools. 
Uh, I don't know if they still have swimming pools opened now because in Italy, but, you know, maybe they have indoor pools. Up, up it, north there, I yeah. know it's probably cold like it is it's here. Just it says, uh, the new restrictions say restaurants and bars have to stop serving at 6 o'clock. Schools mm-hmm. and nurseries remain open, although 75% of classes uh, are going to be online, including universities. Um, and it says that people are urged to avoid using urged to avoid using public transportation or going beyond their own communities. There are several regions that have imposed a curfew uh, to stop the spread of the coronavirus. And according to Augusto D'Alfonsi, who owns the Torricella family-run fish restaurant in Rome, he says, this is going to destroy us. We've already lost 50% of our customers this year. Without government aid, we're finished. And, of course, in Italy, the government aid is either dramatically less than is needed or nowhere in sight. Public unrest could explode in the coming days and weeks. It says that they've already had, in Rome, they've had huge riots. In in Italy, they've had had 200 mass citizens rioting uh, and hundreds of demonstrators clashing with police officers. Um, and, And while it says Italy is trying to dodge a full outbreak of COVID, um, economically speaking, kind of like what President Trump said here, economically speaking, the cure in Italy is as bad as a sickness because it's killing the country economically just the same. So that's the news we're getting. Tell me if that's true. It is true. They keep changing every day. We are in the same situation. Some place they close 6 o'clock. Other place they set up in a certain time was 11 o'clock. Every region they have on low, so it can change a little bit. Um, I think honestly they do it worst like this because you cannot close six o'clock. What does it mean? After six is COVID coming out? No, you know I what I mean? Know. Yeah. The problem is, I'll tell you what I saw. I was in shock. I went out with my brothers. Let's have a little drink. You know, I remember from the States when you go to place, what they do? Oh, maximum you have five people on the table. And they put you all distance, right? Yeah. Well, you know what happened? They put me right on this table in a group without a 20 people around. It were all attached. I looked at the ladies. Excuse me. We're six feet apart. That's what I yeah. said to the lady. Yeah. Yeah. Look me up. Oh, that's the space that we have. So that's a problem. A lot of restaurants, they don't take serious the law of to respect six feet apart. So... It's getting a little bit harder. I, I wow. can see the people wow. that complain it, but at the same time, a lot of people don't follow rules. That's what but at the, And at the same time, kind of like what they fear here in the United States is mm-hmm. that, you know, you keep shutting down everything. You're going to basically, like, like they say, they're killing the economy. They're killing economy. the country because no one has the money and the government sure is not doing anything. Well, now, let's, go to a, let's go to a little more positive story yes. here, okay? Uh, always positive in, in the sense of, uh, you know, it's Halloween time, so, you know, there's ghost goblins. And I know that now they're even starting to celebrate Halloween in Italy and stuff. But I want, let's talk about a Tommy. real Italian, you know, go, some real Italian ghosts. Pavalia mm-hmm. Island, which is the mm-hmm. most haunted place in the world. So you know where this is, right? Yes, you can read it. I can tell you about it. Well, tell so me about it. it, okay? Well, the place is really it's beautiful. If you go there, Chioggia. Chioggia yeah. is a, a little town, but uh, there where you can take the boat to take you right to Venice. 
right? Right, right. Then from Venice, you take another boat to take you to this little island. Right. Okay? It is a, a really nice um, uh, tourist place too. And But it, it says is, it says this island is cursed. Yes. It's uh, mysterious. It is the most haunted place in the world with a strange and dark history. Let me just read a little bit of this history, okay? It oh, says it. that it uh, dated back to the 1700s where they had the Black Plague. Yeah. Uh, they would quarantine people there. Even if you had the slightest little you know, sign of sickness, you were sent there. And, I mean, right. people literally were dropping like flies. People, bodies were left all over the streets decomposing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the right. bodies were burned, the ashes thrown into massive graves. It says that 160,000 people died there in agony with this bubonic right. plague. Uh, and it says to this day that you still find bones uh, there, you know, on the street right. throughout the island. Uh, and that 60% of the island has human ashes somewhere on it, okay? Right. Now, that's not all. That's not all. Oh, okay? It's more. Keep going. Yeah, it says that that uh, later this was also the scene of execution for criminals who were usually drowned. Uh, that's right. how they killed them. And in 1922, they started an asylum there for the insane. Okay. Now you mm-hmm. got to remember though, if you went to that insane insane asylum, there was no chance of recovery or rehabilitation. I mean, once right. you were there, the the whole idea that's was it. to separate you. From the people, period. Get you out of the out of society, right? Um, right? And a lot of people back in those days were misdiagnosed. If you had the least little thing, you know, that was a little bit odd about you, they thought you had mental dis, dis, you know, mental disease. They send you to the island. There you are. For you're stuck there till you die, and it didn't take you long to die apparently, because it says it was like a horror scene. The patients in this asylum reported they saw strange shadows. Belonging to the ghosts of the plague victims, they also said they were unable to sleep at night due to the screams from the suffering spirits. And obviously, the doctors there didn't believe them, okay? Right. But it gets worse. Can it get any worse than that? Yes, you asked me. Yes, it can get worse, okay? Many of these patients in this this insane asylum, they were tortured to death by a saddest doctor who did evil experiments on them, believing his cruel practices were treating their mental illnesses. I mean, he used hammers, chisels, drills, without anesthesia, without sanitation. Uh, and because of these practices, it said the doctor himself became tormented by ghosts who, gro- who drove him crazy to the point where he jumped or was thrown from the bell tower that stands out in the lagoon. However, interestingly... It was reported he did not die from the fall. He was already dead. He was choked to death before he died by some mysterious visitor, even though he fell from a locked room. And there was no one, the room was locked from inside. Okay. So figure that one out. Okay. So to this day, uh, they say you can still hear the bell ring in that bell tower, even though the bell hasn't been there, like for, you know, it was removed years and years ago. Right. Last but not least, In, in 1969, they closed this island down. Uh, it's forbidden for anyone to go there by the Italian government unless you have authorization. Although I hear sometimes, like you said, it's, it's supposed to be a beautiful scene. So sometimes you have tourists who want to take a private boat or something to go out there to see it, you know. Right. 
Um, they've had a lot of paranormal research done on the island. Most recently in 2016, get this, they had a group of Americans who came out to the island to do paranormal research. They had to be rescued in the middle of the night because they were found in a state of shock and panic for having seen and heard paranormal paranormal entities, okay? And they say at nighttime, even from Venice, even as far away from Venice, if it's a quiet night, you can hear screams, voices, lament, strange noises coming from this island. They call it the Island of No Return, the most haunted place in the world. So what do you, I know you like live close to Venice. What do you know of this place? Well, believe it or not, thanks to you, Tony, I find out about this. <laughs> yeah, well, because we covered it last year at Halloween. I remember, yeah. I'm really impressed because I never, you know, it's some things you, we have so much history of everything you go. Exactly, for. exactly. So for me, it was really interesting to say, really? Hey, we never went there? Oh, we're going to check it out this So weekend. did you go there? No, we're going to, you have to, like say, book the boat. Every now we covered yeah, Nothing yeah, is yeah, easy yeah, over here. Yeah. But it's one on my list because I really want to go there and check it out. That's a scary thought. Folks, you know, we'll be right back after the short commercial break with more West Coast Italian radio and our favorite witch, Asunta. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Isernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Titosvodka.com. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150. And we're back with the West Coast Italian Radio Show. This is uh, Tony Lestella, your host, and you know what? That's my favorite part of the show now, is, which is the food and beverage part, because I'm Italian. I love to eat. I love to drink. And, you know, we got some, kind of a cool thing here, Asunda, don't you think, today? I mean, this is something I know we talked a little bit about this last year, but let's get into this a lot more now. This is called the Dumb Supper, Dining with the Dead. This is our food segment, our Halloween show food segment. And this is brought to us by Tito's Vodka, our great sponsor out there who does so much for the community. Um, okay. You know, you know, Tony, you know why it's called dumb, right? Because no one can talk. Right. No one All can right. talk. All right. Yeah. Good job. That's the whole thing. So just a little bit of the background. Okay. So in this country, the USA, in 1692, in Salem, Massachusetts, there were 19 people, mostly women, who were executed for practicing the devil's word because they engaged in a dumb supper to communicate with the spirits of the deceased. Today, there's witches, 
all around the world, especially in southern Italy, who celebrate this dinner at midnight and Halloween, right? That's right. Yes. Yes, so, absolutely. Uh, tell us a little bit more about this dinner, okay? Um, this is like an all souls. You do it like on a special day, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you do it on so-called Halloween here, which, uh, by the way, Halloween to witches, especially in America, and it originated more in Ireland. The um, uh, the word is called Samhain. So us witches here never, never call it call it Halloween. It's called Samhain. And what does that mean? Halloween. Oh, all right. There you go. That was pretty easy. Okay. So, I mean, and interestingly, Actually, this is, is like celebrated a lot in South Italy, right? Yes, yeah. it is. It's summer end, basically. So, yeah. So, what do you do is you have a meal and you you set a table, you know, and, and you set a, a a place for the deceased one to come. They normally sit at the head of the table. Ahead of the table, right? correct. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And it could be someone that uh, you know, or you can leave it open. You know, it could be your dad, your grandpa, your aunt, whatever. But the dumb, it's called the dumb supper yeah. because it's like deaf and deaf and dumb because you are not allowed to speak. It has to be done totally right. in silence. Now, we're going to tell you how to do this here in just a minute in case you want to talk to Grandpa Giovanni, you know, or Grandma Maria, whatever, you know. But first of all, there's like a chant that they do at the conclusion of the Dumb Supper. So um, I'm going to soon to do a first in Italian, then I'll read what it means in English. All right. Per quelli che sono partiti prima, per quelli a cui nomi vivono i nostri cuori e ballano sulle nostre labbra, per quelli i cui nomi sono perduti nei mari del tempo, per quelli che, le cui ossa restano sopra e sottoterra, per quelli che le cui ceneri viaggiano sui venti. Noi, quelli vivi, vi ringraziamo che cercate cenate con noi. Noi, quelli vivi, vi auguriamo buon viaggio. All right, so basically here's the translation. To those who have gone before, to those whose names live in our hearts and dance upon our lips, to those whose names have been lost in the sea of time, to those whose bones lie above and below the earth, to those whose ashes have traveled on the winds, we, the living, thank you for dining with us. We, the living, wish you safe travels. So remember, on Halloween, set a place for your loved one who has passed and remember them. Eat, drink, and be merry, because who knows, tomorrow we die, right? Right, exactly. All right, so now we're going to tell you how to do a dumb supper, okay? There, right. and there's, there's no, like, really set rule on this. This is kind of, we, we got this from a lot of different sources, kind of just piled together. Uh, so, you know, you can be a little bit flexible on how you do this, so... Um, now I understand so, you can have like one host yes. or you can have guests, but it's optional to have guests. Absolutely. You can have, you can do it yourself just by yourself, or you can have your family or you can have your friends over. And, um, um, I don't know. Oh, so you got, you know, your dining room, you got your set yeah. of your invitations, you got your, your table, your, you have yeah. your, your table, you have to have a chair. It's very important. You have a chair for each guest. Okay. And, uh, the place settings, you're going to have a place setting for each guest. Now, we're going to tell you a little bit about that later as we go on. But remember, because we're also going to invite one of your deceased, you know, people you want to have attend this dinner. You're going to have one extra chair. Yeah. You're going to have one extra, one extra. Pl uh, place setting. Uh -huh. Okay. 
you have candles, you got, you know, different oils, ladders, because you got to shut off all the electricity, okay? Matches, of course. So let me interrupt you here. You know why you need to, check, uh, to turn off everything, all electricity and everything? Because uh, in the spirit world, these spirits need to materialize. And all the electrical stuff will interfere with them coming forth. There is too much energy in the air for them to materialize. Gotcha. That is why. All right. So then everybody gets paper and a pencil or a pen you have to write with. And then you need a clock. But it can't be an electric clock. It has to like be a wind-up clock, something that's an analog clock you can keep thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you know, prior to the meal, you got to sell your invitations, tell everybody what you're doing. Got to get the, you know, your, and it could be any dining room. It, you know, again, the dining room is flexible. It's up to you. Um, get all the stuff assembled for your meal. We're going to get into what the ingredients could be here in a little bit. Um, on the day of the dumb supper, you know, you had to confirm your guest list, have everybody check in. You prepare the dining room, which basically means you, know, you got to get rid of all anything that's distracting. If you have pets, got to lock them in someplace else, another bedroom in the house, whatever. Cell phones, please turn them Everything, off and get yeah, out yeah. of the room. Get okay? them out. And then you turn all the chairs around. So they're facing away from the table, okay? Now, when you set the table, um, you know, you, you remember, you're going to set an extra place setting, you have an extra chair, okay? You're supposed to, I understand, set the table so everything is like set in reverse. Uh -huh. So however you would normally set up like your silverware for each setting, you do it in the exact opposite reverse way. And as soon as you remove all your electronic devices uh from there you can clean the room clean, cleanse the room like what, what do you do some people burn sage uh, yeah what? yeah just burn sage and depends you know you can put like salt around the room if you if you're kind of afraid in case some other spirit walks in you know you can always put salts a circle of salt around the room that's that's a good thing to do as well um i personally don't like to do all that stuff I like to just invite in whomever, but I've been doing this for many, many, many years since I was born. So if something that I don't like comes in, I can always tell them to go out, get out. But the number but one the thing, number one the thing. number one thing is you cannot speak. That's right. The entire time, from the time your guests arrive to the time your guests leave, you finish, you cannot speak. Okay, That's It's right. very important. Okay, So now normally you're going to schedule this like, Asunta says on Halloween, which you call what? Samhain. Samhain, okay. And and dinner takes place at midnight, okay. So before midnight, of course, you're going to be preparing the meal, but you don't speak. And when you prepare the meal, by the way, you prepare it backwards. So like, for instance, if you were to make your appetizer, in a normal situation, let's say you're going to make your appetizer first and you're out there, you prepare everything that you're going to do, do, do the whole thing in reverse, Okay. Shut off all the lights in the dining room. Light the candle at the head of the table where the where the, your your invited guest uh, is going to sit. Okay, uh, and again, remember, don't speak as the guests arrive. You got to tell them ahead of time so they know no one speaks when they arrive. Okay, everybody gets seated at the table again. No one speaks. Um, once they're seated, then you um, basically keep your eye on the clock, and at precisely midnight. You sell, start serving the meal. However, mm -hmm. important, you serve the meal in reverse. So you're going to serve dessert first. Then you're going to serve like your secondi, 
Then you serve your prima, you can work back your appetite. Everything is done in reverse, okay? It's the same with the wine. Like you drink like the the like the red wine, for the you drink the grappa first. Right, right. Then the red wine, <laughs> then you move the Prosecco, right? Right. All right. Um, anyway, so some of the recipes are some of the foods that are served traditionally. I'm not going to give you the recipes, but um, you can go and look them up online. I'm sure they're there. Anyway, um, some cookies, they're called Osso dei Morti, which is the bones of the dead. And that one basically has potato flour, white flour, eggs, sugar, white wine, yeast, pretty much those are oh, those are the base for them and those are the cookies also dei morti bones of the dead then we also have fave dei morti which is also another kind of desserty looking thing italian love desserts so anyway i'm going to give you two desserts um pine nuts flour eggs sugar and aqua vita Again, Italian love wine. So in, in every recipe, more or less, there's always wine. We have white wine in the Osso dei Morti, and we have uh, aqua vita in, uh, in uh, Fave dei Morti. I'm kind That's of people, good. right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway, and then there is uh, the pumpkin lasagna. Uh, pumpkin lasagna use uh, sausages, meats, pumpkin, rosemary, milk for, for the bechamel sauce, and there is no red sauce in there. So now you can use, you know, you can do a couple things with this, though. Uh -huh. uh, this is to, uh, obviously, the main thing is if you want to communicate with the dead or to honor the dead. Uh, and that's why they have the pencils and the papers because everybody can mm -hmm. write something to each of the, mm -hmm. you, each person writes something to, to the the, dead, the deceased who's going to be your honored guest. And one by one, they bring the paper forward to the head candle at the head of the table and burn them to ashes. Yeah. And never speaking throughout any of this. Right. Um, and the other thing that I've been told, now I didn't know about this, that this gives you also a chance, like if you're single, you might be able to meet your future life partner. Then you wait, you kind of see like a appearance in the room or something, get a premonition of your future partner. Have you heard that? I did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but and then, uh, you know, um, do, you do have to be quiet because a lot of times you do see some figures, you do see some shadows that walk through. And this is totally not hocus pocus. It's really, really true. If you want to check it out, go online. And uh, there is a lot of a uh, couple of YouTube videos in which they do show actually shadows coming through. So um don't think this is uh hocus pocus you are opening a door and remember all you can't speak at all that's right until all the guests have left you have to extinguish all the lanterns all the candles everything you cannot speak you have to then leave the dining room and they're all extinguished then finally you can speak okay and like azuna says there's many different ways that you can you know, do this, you can prepare them. We have some final rules and warnings, okay? So remember, do not seat any of the living guests or hosts at the head of the table. The head of the table is reserved for your guest of honor, the deceased person, okay? Do not permit any of the guests to begin eating before anyone is served, okay? Uh, it's rude, you know, you might, you know, take off the person who's supposed to be your guest person, which is not a good thing to do, okay? Do not allow late arrivals. It's disrespectful to show up late, okay? But the biggest thing of all is what? What? Do 
not speak. speak. Do right. not. You cannot speak from the time you enter the place, the time you leave the place. Okay. So let's just say this. Okay. This, like anything else, um, you know, there some truth to this. Okay. So you know, at the very best, if you don't follow some of these rules, your ritual is going to fail. At the very worst. If you don't follow these rules, let's just say you might summon someone you don't want to summon yeah. that might not be a really good thing for you to do, okay? And he or she might not go away either, so... Exactly. So the dumb supper, while it's not really particularly dangerous, you know, it's it's a ritual, a supernatural ritual that, you know, there has some truth to. You might invite someone or something in that you don't want to invite. So you, know, you just got to be careful when you do it. Uh, mind your P's and Q's. Um, and remember, as always, you perform this at your own risk. We're going to be right back after this short break from our uh, show for with our sponsors with some more great Italian Halloween stuff for you. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. And you are listening to the music of Tony Lestel and the Goombas, the house band here for the West Coast Italian Radio. Normally, we would be appearing at various Italian festivals and functions up and down the West Coast of the United States and various Western states. But, of course, this year with COVID, we're not doing quite so much. But you can go to the website of TonyLaStella.com, and you can hear more of the songs there. And we're very, very honored to be part of the show. And I'm very honored to have, like, my Italian sister, my dear friend for many years, uh, who's my favorite nurse. I mean, like I say, there's two 
witches that I was madly in love with in my life. You know, when I was a little kid, it was like like Samantha, right? Sabrina. But if you were back then, I would have married you. The Sunta, Asunta Napoleon. Oh, okay, all right. all right. So you know, all right. Uh, we're gonna talk about like you know, the witch witches in Italy. There's still like as witches and witchcraft and stuff going on. Yeah, there's it's lots, new, lots, you know? lots, lots. Um, so there is different sets of witches all over Italy. And like each seems like each uh, region has their own. I come from the Yanare. The Yanare is supposed to not be very good, very nice. Then we have the Zucalare, the um, Manolonga. We have the, the Maiare from Sicily, the Borda, the Masca from Piemonte, the Basura from Liguria. So it's like, you know, little mafia groups. <laughs> well, you know what amazes me about this? So here you are in a country that's predominantly Catholic. I mean, you know, this is like run by the Pope just lives down the street. You know, and you get all, and yet these people like are so superstitious. They like are so. I mean, I remember my grandmother. You know, she go, you know, to, to have the priest pray for her. She also go like to the local strike and have her see, do see. something. I mean, you know, it's like you know. See, see, that's the beauty of Italy. You know, we get along. Right? Yeah, exactly. As long as we have wine, who cares? Exactly. Right? Everybody has a ritual. You figure, okay, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna take care and make sure I'm covered on both sides of the street. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. In fact, that's what it is. In case, in case God fails, there's always a witch. Exactly. You know. All right. So a witchcraft. Is nothing new to Italy because obviously, even if I you read accounts back as far as the Roman Empire, they've always had witches yes. in Italy, huh? Yes, absolutely. And they've served absolutely. the purpose, they were there to help. Uh, you know, if you didn't like some, you put the hex on them. Yeah, if, the malocchio, you put the yeah. malocchio. If them. someone puts the malocchio on you, you need a witch to take the malocchio off of that's you, you right, know? That's so. right. So, there are certain ways that you can protect yourself in case you think that uh, uh, that you've been put that malocchio on you. First of all, the manufica, which the manufica is you make a fist, yeah, and then with your thumb, you put it between your first, your index, and your second finger. So, you have manufica, which, um, well, it's kind of a little, hmm. Risque. Yeah, yeah. Fica, uh, fica in Italian means uh, female genitals. So you're making a. And she female... cleaned that up because we're the, <laughs> the FCC. Your monitors this show exactly. But, so right. you make the uh, female genitals with your hands, put it in your pocket, and you're covered. So that's supposed to like get rid of the bad luck. You know? That's right. Yeah, okay, all the all malocchio. Right. Right, somebody, right, you know, right. you fear something. Gotcha, gotcha. The other one is uh, la, 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 oh, the horns. The horns of the bull. Know, everybody yeah, you make, knows yeah. the horns. Yeah. But here's the deal, because men already have a horn that's all you have to do is rub it if so you oh yeah it. that's right so you see these guys in these movies go around i mean i don't mean to be you know overly descriptive here but they go around they're like you know grabbing themselves there yeah. in the movies and it's like what are they doing this yeah. because it's like for good luck you that's know? right are you that's kidding right. me you know you stop with the malocchio yeah from you walk through italy you see this all the time i mean so yeah. like it's not the place where you get offended easily yeah yeah they do it here in baseball in italy they do it everywhere yeah, exactly <laughs> all the time yeah <laughs> So anyway, uh, there's this really neat uh, little um, uh, story about uh, the Yanare, which is the strega that I am from. Well, they used to steal horses at night and ride, ride until the horse died. Yes. Well, that's a lot of riding. That's right. Mamma mia. <laughs> 
so the Italian houses now have brooms, which I also do to this day, and salt by the door. So the, the uh, Yanare, just in case, happens to be around with the horse or whatever, wants to come in and, and cause some havoc. It can't because if it comes, she's going to come through the front door and um, she cannot avoid the temptation of counting the bristles on uh -huh. the broom and the salt on the doorway. So she gives up because there's just too many and she leaves. So keep a broom by the door with the bristles up for so good luck. Basically upside down. Broom. Upside yeah, down. There you go. Yeah, All right. yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. And um, the, my, my Yanare used to, the Yanare used to meet in Benevento, big, big, huge um, hub for Italian witches to this day. And Benevento is a little town next to uh, Napoli, you know, east of Naples right there. And there's a little saying that says, sotto l'acqua, sotto il vento, sotto la noce di Benevento, means, meaning whether it rains or shine, we will meet over there. And um, so anyway, that's, uh, that's what I grew up with. That's, that's what it was very present is still there. Uh, so who is, your, who is your, like your, your mother, my, your grandmother? No, my grandma and my great grandma before then um, were, were witches and it was okay with the church. I mean, the two went together. Right, right. See, uh, Italian witchcraft is sort of like voodoo, santeria. You know, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're not afraid to cut the throat of a, of a chicken and offer the blood as sacrifice, or put the, the the chicken blood around the house for protection. But I think what a lot of people don't realize, and this probably is where the church is okay, because a lot of people associate like certain witchcraft, like with that you're worshiping the devil. Okay, yeah. which which as I understand has nothing to do with it, right? No. Um, you know, I mean, I at least nothing to do with this type of witches, which is I think why the church is okay with it because it's more of a thing with elements and spirit and that type of thing, you know. Yeah. Which you know, nature spirits, you know, the world we do not see. Uh, I personally don't believe in a devil. Nobody ever did that I know. And if there is malevolent people, I mean, uh, spirits out there, but you know, if there's nothing. You and I cannot handle. I mean, we're the living after all. You know, it's yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my aunt used to say, be afraid of the living, not the dead. Okay, so now so, getting back to our dumb supper. Yes. One um, of the things that I know that you had, that we had talked about is that apart from your being able to communicate with the dead, you can get a premonition Say of the person you're supposed to yes, marry. absolutely. Okay, so tell us about that. Yes, that yes. Actually, it doesn't stop there. You can, uh, the premonition can be even a year after, but it kind of starts, starts that, that starts it up at the, at the dumb supper. So, you know, if you, if you fed up with men, if you don't want to, if you, if you had bad luck, let's say, you know, with men or women, and uh, you said, you know, I'm done with this, or I want to see what's in store for me. I want to see if the right person or whatever comes along. Um, pray, pay attention to your dreams and your 
premonition, you know, what uh, pay attention to the signs that are all around us. See, that's so. a great thing. We should, we need to go in the, but we're going to become matchmakers now because yeah. I know so many people out there. You got single girls, single guys waiting for the right one to come along. We got to do a thumbs up, we'll wait them right. all, then, you know, we get the juices going. That's right. And there you go, you that's know. That's right. You know, we'll be like world famous, you know. Okay, for, Yenta, you know Yenta. I remember right? Yenta, yeah, from Feather Around the Roof. There matchmaker, you know, Exactly, matchmaker. yeah. I always figured, you know, the Jews and the Italians were related. Absolutely. We're like the lost tribe yeah. of Israel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but, so, but then the other thing you said, like, with the thumbs up, okay, so obviously, you know, there is some truth to some of this uh, because people have been known to conjure up things that they or spirits they don't really want to have there so what happens if that if you do that first of all you said you can't get rid of them right well they're gonna stick around much like you do something well, they, they're they're gonna, get, yeah they're gonna stick around uh for reasons um reasons can be many reasons can be that they feel comfortable reasons can be that they're not they think that they're, they're back to earth they think they're back into the family they knew so I I do spirit clearing, for example, and um, um, I'm not mean about it. These people just need to know, these spirits just need to know, okay, this is not where I'm at right now. But most often the, the, the spirits that are left behind, they just want to communicate something. And that's where I come in. And that's when uh, we get to know, I get to know why they're there and uh, they move on. Once, once they relate the message. So basically, on. let's tell everybody a little bit about because we had to go to commercial break here in just a minute about you know your website, what you do. So you, so so you have a new website. So tell them what you do. I do. I have my my website is at suntasriam.com. So my name Asunta is A S S U N T A. Realm, of course, you know what the realm is at hotmail.com. Uh, what do I do? I mean, I do tarot readings. I do them online as well as in person. Um, I do spirit communication, spirit uh, clearing. Um, I also practice uh, Reiki, which is a form of healing. Uh, what else do I do? Well, uh, you know, oh, actually, the belly dancing too. That's the gypsy in me, though. I know that's but... pretty cool. I like that, you know. So, you know, so okay, Asunta Realm at hotmail.com. Hotmail.com, okay. And what's your website address? That's that. Oh, that's it. Okay, that's, that's it. the website. That's the website. Okay, yeah. So, make sure you check this out because this is very, very cool. Uh, and like I say, you know. There's a lot of truth to this. Obviously, the Catholic Church is okay with it. They do it all the time in Italy. So it's no double worship, but it's really, you know, kind of a very cool way to get in touch with that spiritual, those unseen elements and hurt, learn and experience a whole new thing. Or, you know, maybe you're having some issues or something, you got to get cleared up. Call us soon that she's going to take good care of you. We're going to go to a quick commercial break right now, and then we're going to be back with some great Italian Halloween phrases because we still got Marcia on the line from Italy. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. 
Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got it passed on our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. We only have a few more minutes. We got to get Marcia back here on the phone because we're going to do our time phrases of the day. Marcia, are you still there on the line with us from Italy? Yes, I'm still here. Well, you know, now because this is our, you know, our last show before Halloween, which is this uh, this coming Saturday, uh, you know, we thought in honor of that, we got to do, uh, like we did last year, you know, some um, must-know Italian Halloween words, you know, like some good, right. scary Italian Halloween words that you got to know. So uh, what do you got for us? Well, let's start with the first one, my favorite, una strega. Una strega, which is, of course, we don't, a witch, okay? Right. Yeah. I use a lot with my daughters when they make me mad. Yeah, exactly. I can <laughs> believe that. Next one. Sinistro. Sinistro, which is spooky, which is interesting because the way you say, if you want to tell someone to go left in Italian, you say sinistra. Right. Yeah. So it's uh, it's interesting how close that is. Okay. All right. What else do we got? Of course, we have the zucca. Zucca. Zucca, which is the pumpkin, right? Mm -hmm. That's your pumpkin. So the zucca. Yeah. And I think that's that. I remember that. Um. When I was in Italy, I, we knew we go to fruit pl uh, places and uh, those outdoor uh, uh, markets. They would uh -huh. have bazooka, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And the next one is scopa. Scopa, scopa, which goes with strega because scopa is the broom that the witches, you know, the ride, right? Right. You use that. You need a broom for the witch. Come on. Now. All right, all right. The next one is vampiro. Vampiro. Well, we all can figure out what vampiro is. Going to be your favorite vampire, okay? So, uh, you right. know, now do they, in, in Italy, do they, you know, do people have much superstitions about vampires? I think so, yeah. The garlic, we still believe that. Put around of course, the that's right. You're all the garlic. You wear around, you, yeah, you wear around yourself like a necklace, okay? All right, let's keep going. Fantasma. Fantasma, which is ghost. Okay. And again, right. uh, you know, that's, that kind of goes with some of the things that they even have, uh, um, here in, uh, in, 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 in American, in American culture, you know, uh, with the usage of right. that word. Okay. Right. And then we have, we have cranio. Cranio again, skull. Cranio mm -hmm. goes again with, uh, kind of it's, you know, popularized. In, uh, in our skull, in our, uh, well, both in medicine and our, in, and in the uh, popular, uh, monster movie cultures here, like, you know, Dr. Frankenstein stuff, right? Right. All right. right. Speaking of Dr. Frankenstein, how do you say monster? Oh, mostro. 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 Mm -hmm. That's pretty close. Mostro. All right. Mostro. All right. And then if you want, do they have like haunted houses? And in Italy, where the kids go, like, at Halloween to get scared and stuff like they do here? We started yet that. No. No. no the no. witch, the sis dogs, my nephew, they're like, oh, we see this American movie. They have a hunting house. I wish we have it. But we call them Casa Infestata. Casa Infestata. So mm -hmm. then I guess 
if you talk about the haunted island where you know that uh Povelia, yeah. we can say that you would no. say uh isola infestata right di fantasmi gotcha yeah. okay all right mm-hmm. and then finally you know because we got to get some for the kids here right i don't know how they do it in italy but we still got trick or treating here i guess they're still going to try yeah. to do it in places you know uh because it's kind of you're already socially distanced you're already wearing a mask I, and so you know yeah. so how do you say trick or treat in italian okay dolcetto o scherzetto dolcetto o scherzetto all right and do they have trick or treating there they they do that they do they started with that too but like i say again we covered i don't think so but they did a couple of years ago they started with this halloween costume they celebrate halloween so it's something new in italy yeah, so, yeah. The kids love it. They're excited about that. Well, Marcia, we love you and we miss oh. you and uh we're so glad uh that you um are able to call in every week and give us a uh, in-person update from Italy and we look forward to uh seeing you when you get back, of course, but meanwhile, we hope you have a great trip and all the best to you and your family there. Thank you. Miss you all. I want to say bye to Eric, Tonic, big kiss you and Assunta. Ciao bella. And until next time. Well, I gotta tell you, it's always such a blast to, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, talk to Marcy in Italy. You know, I wish Absolutely. I could be there with her. I know it's, you know, every, with everything's locked down, it's like, you know, yeah. probably not the same thing, but, Pretty you know, much impossible, yeah, exactly. But, yeah. but, you know, when we get back to normal, it's going to be nice to go to Italy. Uh-huh. And folks, don't forget, we're, we have a brand new podcast. It's going to be a televised podcast because you've been hearing us on the radio. So you get to see your, uh, your favorite hosts here, me and Marcy and some of our guests. It's going to be called Italian Radio After Hours. Radio Italiano Lucia Rossa, which is going to be coming out very soon, probably the first of the year. It's going to be by subscription only by going to our website for ages 18 and older at the WCIR.website. And, of course, it's going to be only like 20 minutes a week. But we're going to get this graphically graphically into some of these discussions you know where we're not going to pull any plugs we're going to say what we mean mean what we say get guests on it like an xx uh, you know we're at the fcc <laughs> you got to be good you know this thing here because i otherwise i get eric in trouble and he gets very you know uh, he doesn't want to get in trouble you know uh, okay but uh so we'll tell you more about as we go along and uh meanwhile folks we want to wish you all of course a happy halloween a very great and safe week. And, uh, you know, we're going to be back next week with a brand new show. God bless you all. Get anything you want to say? Ciao a tutti. No, all right, gente, folks. Veramente. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Ciao, bella. Buonasera. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao, bambina. Ciao. The rain is falling. Once more I kiss you Ooh. and thank goodbye. Our love was just like what? a fairy story. Oh my! But all its glory must pass us by. Bye bye. Our raindrops trembling Burst. upon your face, dear. Or are they teardrops for the love we knew? Ciao, ciao, bambina. My heart is falling While rain is falling